0: Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. For the love of Pete, it's something you might say when your car gets damaged, but that won't get you the help you need for your vehicle. As someone named Jake, what you should be saying is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. For help filing your claim 24-7, whether it's on the phone, online, or on the award-winning State Farm mobile app, however you choose. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
3: You are Locked On Thunder your daily oklahoma city thunder podcast part of the locked on podcast network your team every
0: day from the 12th floor 50 pin place in oklahoma city oklahoma the home of 1340 the game and news radio 1000 ktok welcome to the locked on thunder podcast i am your gracious and humble host eric g thanking you so much for joining us today Hopefully by the time this is published, there's still about a good hour and a half before tip-off so you can get all this in because we've got the latest on Alex Sabrinas. We've got the latest on Andre Robertson, and even Steven Adams. And we'll get to all that in the first segment. Plus, you'll get an opportunity to hear Steven Adams after Oklahoma City's win over Milwaukee a couple of nights ago. And Steven will tell you what he told me about his ankle. Yeah, I guess that's the way it works. I ask him the question. Also, uh, we will talk about the idea of Anthony Davis going within the West, how much that would affect the Western Conference if he was to end up going to the Lakers or someplace else, and why why the Pelicans should really wait for this to happen, why they should not be in a rush. And I'll even go into why if they don't get what they want at the deadline, they should be willing to move him in the spring because I don't think there's going to be any shortage of takers for Anthony Davis. It's just a matter of can you get the best deal. Also in segment number two coming up today, I'll talk about why James Harden needs to take responsibility for what went down in Oklahoma City. This Anthony Davis conversation has really sparked some stuff at least in my mind, about James Harden and the way he has acted about his Oklahoma City trade. And then we will wrap things up today talking about Kevin Durant coming back. Why is Kevin Durant coming back? And there is something I'm getting a little tired of. It has to do with Russell Westbrook. We'll let you listen to Russell Westbrook audio from the Milwaukee win on Sunday. So all this to get you ready for the Thunder and Magic who play tonight. And if you're listening to this as your post game. For the Thunder of Magic, hopefully we provided enough good evergreen content to keep you entertained. My name is Eric G. I work for 1340 The Game in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. I am a credentialed member of the media. I've covered the Thunder now for five years. And tonight, um, credentialed member of the media or not, I am wearing my Carmelo Anthony dry-fit jersey. Why? Because Carmelo was my favorite player to ever play in Oklahoma City, and I don't think he will be topped Two, it's comfortable, and three, the place I work gets kind of hot. So, hey, it, it all works, and I'm just ready for the game tonight and have some major questions about the Oklahoma City Thunder. If you like this podcast, you can always get it through your smart speaker by saying, Alexa, play Locked on Thunder podcast, or, hey, Google, play Locked on Thunder podcast, and you can subscribe at Apple iTunes and Locked on Podcast and LockedOnThunder.com. Real quick, those questions that I was talking about with the Oklahoma City Thunder that I have tonight. I wonder if these guys will be motivated to play a not very good Orlando Magic team. An Orlando Magic team that struggles in close games because there isn't any overall whelming message to send to the Orlando Magic. You're not going to see them in the playoffs. Heck, they're not even going to make the playoffs in the East. There's nobody on the Magic that's challenging for MVP So what will be the Thunder's motivation? Will they be motivated to just come out and play hard enough to win their sixth straight game? And I worry about that. That's one thing I really do worry about this team is that on-off switch, which the Thunder have. I mean, let's just be completely honest about this. The Thunder do have that on-off switch like most championship teams in the NBA have. The problem is is that the Thunder have never won a championship. And even if they had, this current bunch may not have been involved in that outside of Russell Westbrook. So to have that on-off switch when you've done what Golden State has done, and not only are you able to turn it on in the playoffs, but you're able to do what they've done in the regular season, which is flip it and go out and win 11 straight, hey, that's one thing. But to be up and down and as streaky as the Thunder are, you really can't afford to have the on-off switch. It has to be on all the time. That's not to say that you're gonna, you're not gonna get bored in certain games. That's not gonna say that. That's not to say that you're not gonna be your best every single game that you go out and play. But you have to play with a, tr- a tremendous amount of intensity. Every single game, especially when you've got a roster as young as the Thunder is, and you have players like Paul George and Adams and Westbrook, and even a guy like Andre Robertson, who is on the bench, or Patrick Patterson, it'll all filter down to these young guys and they will learn by osmosis. Now for the latest on Alex Sabrinas. The latest on Alex Sabrinas is there is no latest on Alex Sabrinas. I said the earliest that you would see Alex Sabrinas play would be tonight against the Orlando Magic. I'm starting to rethink that after Billy Donovan said this on Sunday about Alex Sabrinas playing in either the NBA or the G League.
2: He's not in the position to play right now. It's got nothing to do with the G League or us right now. More than anything else, it's been good to have him back, to be active, to be on the team. I think I've been you know, as open as I can about... Um, you know, when he's been active of whether or not we're going to play him and how we're going to use him on a particular night. So it's not even about him playing or going to the G League. Um, He's just not in the position to play right now.
0: And what exactly does that mean? What does it mean that he is not in position to play? Is he hurt? Is he mentally jacked up? Was there some sort of issue with his teammates? Clue us in just a little bit, will you, Billy? Thunder, just just let us know what's going on with Alex Sabrinas. Will we judge harshly? Well, it depends on what it is. And that's one thing that the Thunder do know is that fans in the media can judge harsh. So if it's something that could be potentially embarrassing, they're not going to let us know right away. Not not at all. Now, for some reason, Alex Sabrinas has shipped out of town. You can bet that news is going to leak. And we'll know, and it'll probably come from somebody inside the organization who wants that news out there, and that does happen from time to time. Steven Adams' status for tonight's game also up in the air. Adams suffering a high ankle sprain against Milwaukee on Sunday, but he did play. Steven Adams did manage to get out and play quite a bit during that game. Tonight would be a good night to give him off. If he can't play, then Nerlens Noel will obviously go. So let's hear from Stephen Adams on his ankle, on Nick Collison, on a multitude of topics. Here is Stephen Adams after the Thunder's win over Milwaukee on Sunday.
2: Stephen, they really weren't able to get anything easy at the rim. Um, what did you see as the keys to that? Um,
4: I mean, just staying in front of them. Both Jeremy did a really good job. I thought our rotations were really good um, in that sense. Not just like. Um, them driving to the, to the hoop. It was just our rotations yeah. from trap to box and our scrambles situation on point, uh, I thought tonight. So, yeah. How's the anchor? Yeah, it's still there, mate. <laughs> Making it work. Steven, what goes into the timing of those rotations on Giannis? And it seemed like he really found it difficult to get shot attempts once he turned around uh, from that initial defender. What's the, what's the? What goes into the timing of that from that guy coming from the backside? How, how does he know when to come uh, on Giannis? Uh, I mean, timing of it is uh, you're just trying to kind of stop him going to the rim, honestly. Uh, but again, what goes into that is like, okay, he's a very tall player. His steps are much longer, so when he does drop step, it, it's, you have to be there immediately, otherwise he's going to just lay it up or whatever. So, in terms of timing, you've got, to figure, you've got to just feel that one out. Uh, but, yeah. You get the gist, mate. Just you stop them getting to the rim, yeah? So, yeah, if they're a good player.
3: Stephen, PG's playing at an MVP level for you guys, but what do you think of his ability to, su- to sustain what he does on both ends of the floor at such a high level?
4: Uh... What do I think of
3: it? Yeah, just you oh. know, his deep the way he plays on defense and on no. offense. Like obviously he gives you guys so much on both ends of the floor, night in and no. night out.
4: Yeah, I mean it's uh it's good that he's, you know, performing at a high level and whatnot. It's it's great for the team, everyone everyone feels that. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna compliment him, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah, he's good. He's doing Did good You job. spend the last couple of days working on your Euro step uh, had to redeem myself, <laughs> but now honestly. I didn't even bloody think of it, maybe. I was just like, just don't look like a dick, just take two steps this <laughs> time, <laughs> not doing So, yeah, worked out well. Uh, so, Berlin's had to
3: do multiple jobs on the field, you know, both guarding the and then being that backside What kind of switch does it take, you know, mentally or physically, in order to be able to play the goals in your defense?
4: Um... You're talking about his mentality? Like what, what does it take as a player to kind of have the awareness of both positions again? Yeah. Um, honestly, it's just, it just comes down to repetition. I, I think it's, I mean, we've been switching with them for a long time. Um, the, the major thing for bigs, or traditional bigs, I guess you're seeing a lot more of them now. A lot of the bigs nowadays, they could switch onto guards because they're so used to it. You know? And for him, it's just getting those reps in. Um, from every other game, because uh, one of the biggest problems is like you'll say switch, but you're too far back. the guy just comes off, you jack up where well, you have to switch up, the cause. So he's doing a good job in that sense. Yeah, not too much to think about. I think it's really that difficult, honestly. But I struggle yeah, with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nothing upstairs, yeah. that's alright Anyway. Anybody else? Thanks, Stevie. Um, oh, one more. You yes. obviously have known Nick Colasoon for a long time. you just heard
0: today that uh, Kevin's going to
3: come. Retirement uh, ceremony. Does it? Yeah. So, wh- I mean, what is it about Nick where guys would want to come and make sure that
4: they're here for that? No, uh, it's just a, it's just a special, special dude, honestly. Um, and it's just a, he's obviously full of knowledge and whatnot. But it's just this dude comes in every day for the Thunder, and even back in Seattle, I've heard. But like for my time here in the Thunder, the dude comes in every single day. Whether he's playing or not, he's just, like, super professional about everything. Uh, just gives everything for the organization and whatnot. And, like, if you're, natu- if you're naturally like that, yeah. you're just a genuine dude, obviously everyone's just going to like you because you're a good champ. So, yeah, he's a good man. Thanks, <laughs> TV.
0: You got to hear a lot in that. You get to hear my goofy-ass laugh. You got to hear Steven Adams' water bottle. You get to hear Steven Adams talk about redeeming himself for the Euro step or as they called it in New Zealand, an All Blacks move, which I'm guessing what Steven Adams did you can do in rugby as well. I don't watch enough rugby to know, but if you're listening to this podcast in New Zealand, um, tell me where to go. I I guess I could YouTube it myself, but uh, give me some good highlights to watch from the All Blacks so I understand the Euro step in rugby as compared to what goes on in the NBA. Speaking of what's going on in the NBA... We will talk about Anthony Davis and why the Pelicans should wait and just how much will it affect the Thunder in the West if he is traded to the Lakers that's all right here on the Locked on Thunder podcast. Locked on Thunder podcast. There we go. This Locked on podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of
2: the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, takeout, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients. Free shipping on your first box and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert.
0: This is the Locked On Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team Every day. If you would like to subscribe to this podcast, it's really easy to do so. There's several ways. One, there's Apple iTunes. There is the Locked On Podcast website at LockedOnPodcast.com. And there's LockedOnThunder.com. You can also just go to your smart speaker and say, Alexa, play Locked On Thunder Podcast. Or, hey, Google, play Locked On Thunder Podcast. You can do that with Locked On Sooners as well. It's all part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, every day. Anthony Davis is the big news in the NBA right now. And if you're the New Orleans Pelicans, all reports right now, well, at least all reports about the New Orleans Pelicans, say that they're in no hurry to trade Anthony Davis. You can't blame them. And right now, if you're the Pels, you shouldn't be in any hurry to trade Anthony Davis, especially to the Los Angeles Lakers. Now, the one thing you do have in your back pocket, if the Lakers do want Anthony Davis, is... They may be so desperate to get a superstar after losing Paul George, they might just give you everything you can humanly ask for within the rules. And you could raid them and have some good cornerstones to build around. And if that's the case, go ahead and pull the trigger. But if the Lakers feel like they have the upper hand, and let's face it, you're dealing with Magic Johnson and Rob Palenka here, two guys that... If I was sitting at a poker table, I would not be afraid of whatsoever. Especially magic. The way they the way they completely mishandled the whole Paul George situation, I feel like if I'm a GM sitting across from those two and I have a chip like Anthony Davis, I've got the upper hand. I've so got the upper hand because they are the Lakers are in such a position where they have to save face because of Paul George. Not only do they have to give, not only do they have to get Anthony Davis, but they also have to go out and figure if they see if they can sign Kyrie Irving to possibly make a big three. And apparently, him and LeBron have made up, so that could work. Are you going to go out and get Kawhi Leonard? This isn't just about Anthony Davis. This is not about for the Lakers winning this year. This is about the Lakers trying to win next year and the subsequent years after that. Because they're not only banking on being able to trade for Anthony Davis, and that's going to attract more free agents, but they're also banking on the fact that Kevin Durant is going to leave Golden State, go someplace else, and then the Warriors will just fall. Which, if you're the Thunder, all you can really do right now, it's not even so much Stamp Hat. Because the roster as it is now is not good enough to win a championship for Oklahoma City. You still need... A couple of things to make it work. One, you need somebody coming off the bench that can be a 3-and-D guy, which you've got to be looking for, and hopefully that guy will be under contract if you trade for him at the deadline, which is the 7th, or if you're picking him up in, in, in free agency. You can still... But here's the thing I would say with the Thunder versus the Lakers. We've seen the Lakers try to put together a super team before, and it didn't go so well. Now, granted... LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Kawhi Leonard, or throw in Kyrie Irving, just some sort of combination of that, a lot younger, a lot better, more healthy than what you ever got with Kobe, Steve Nash, and Dwight Howard. There's no guarantee that it will work, but they're in much better position right now. I just would, if I'm New Orleans, I'm not anxious to make the Lakers happy, and I'm really not anxious to make Anthony Davis happy out there happy because he and his agent threw it out there and you've put me in a bad position and you've tried to weaken my negotiation tactics. You've tried to force my hand to deal you to the Lakers. Well, I'm not going to do that if I'm New Orleans. I'm going to get the best deal possible. If it happens to be with the Lakers, great. But if in the spring I think the Celtics can offer me more and they're willing to take the risk, of not being able to sign you because they want to do what Oklahoma City did with Paul George, they want to bring you in and recruit you or do what Toronto is doing this year with Kawhi Leonard, then I'm going to go out of my way to make that happen. I also think it's fair when we talk about small markets complaining about the big markets. I think it's a very fair complaint right now. And that if you're Milwaukee, if you're Oklahoma City, you've always got to be worried about these bigger markets tampering with your players because they want to attract guys. And if you're the small markets, the only way you can combat this, this is the only way you can combat the big markets recruiting your guys while they're under contract and tampering, is one, you've got to create an atmosphere that players want to want to be a part of, like Oklahoma City has done, like San Antonio has done. Whether you're winning championships or not, it's someplace that players have got to feel comfortable... And two, Sam Presti laid out the blueprint for you, which is you're not going to be able to fight these teams, these big market teams, head-to-head in free agency. You're going to lose that battle every time. If it's a player who's never played for your organization and he's choosing between, say, the Thunder, say, like a team like the Thunder or the Bucks or the Grizzlies, somebody like that, or he's choosing between Golden State or the Lakers or the Celtics or the Knicks or the Mavericks, you're going to need to trade for that guy and bring him in and get him feeling like this is the place that needs to be his own. That's all you can do. I, no no rule is going to prevent this from happening. It doesn't matter how many draft picks you take away. doesn't matter what the fight is. If big markets want to tamper, they'll flat out tamper. And one thing we can say in Oklahoma City is we've been lucky enough not to have an Anthony Davis situation. The closest thing we've had to it was either Reggie Jackson or James Harden. And I know about James Harden tweeting out the 10-year challenge on social media. I think it was Facebook, where he put himself in his Rockets jersey, and right next to it was him in his Thunder jersey, and there was some comment about what might have been. Well, James, what might have been, we've got to quit excusing James Harden for his part in that. And I'm not saying that it's wrong that James Harden wanted money, but if James Harden really wanted to stay in Oklahoma City, he would have accepted what the Thunder had to offer because it would have been more to him, would have been mean more to him to make it work than it would be to get the max offer that he ended up getting with Houston. And if James Harden had wanted to stay in Oklahoma City, he would have found a way to make it work just as much as the Thunder would have found a way to make it work. But as it was, they reached an impasse. It was business. And now Harden is in Houston, and he's contending for his second MVP. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. We will close things out today hearing from Russell Westbrook.
3: The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked on NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama.
0: You're listening to the Locked on Thunder Podcast. I am Eric G. I want to thank you so much for joining us today. Locked on Sooners is available as well, and they're both at lockdownpodcast.com. They're both easily attainable on Alexa or Google, whichever smart speaker you have. Just say, hey, Google, play Locked on Thunder Podcast, or hey, Google, play Locked on Sooners Podcast. And it's all right there. It's all part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Barry Trammell writing a column today about good old Kevin Durant. And um, why is Kevin Durant coming back to Oklahoma City for Nick Collison? And, you know, Barry making the point that there's nothing altruistic about Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant just does things to help his image. And that's what he's doing right now, whether it's with the Thunder or. Whomever he needs to please, being in Nick Collison's jersey retirement is more about him than Nick Collison. And yeah, so far it has been. So ever since that announcement has been made, more people have talked about Kevin Durant than Nick Collison. And he just completely, pun intended, stole the thunder from Nick Collison's night. And if Kevin Durant had any sense, he would just say, I'm not coming. I'll figure out a way to pay my respects to Nick later and if Nick wants him here then that's that's all fine and well but i think what we have to ask ourselves about kevin durant is not so much is this guy trying to repair his image is he trying to repair relationships i think what we have to ask about kevin durant is is there an is there just a bit of is there just a shiver a sliver of a of a chance the Kevin Iran is actually doing something that's genuine here. And it's not even about Oklahoma City. It's not even about the Thunder or Russell Westbrook. It's about Nick Collison and him thanking Nick Collison for his time in Oklahoma City and Seattle and helping groom him as an MVP, as a champion, and a- as, a- as a person, as a player. Is there a chance that that is what's going on with Kevin Durant. I'm going to err and give Kevin Durant the benefit of the doubt until he proves, me that, proves to me that I shouldn't give him the benefit of the doubt. And quite frankly, he's already done that several times over and over again. It's hard to do this. But just because I want to see things in a not-so-twisted manner, I'll give Kevin Durant the benefit that he's coming back for Nick Collison more than he is him. And Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook, I wouldn't be surprised to see them talk a little bit, but let's face it, there's no deep conversations going to be happening. Those two guys aren't going to be getting together, and they're certainly not going to be playing together anytime soon. And I will say this much to Russ, after reading that about Kevin Durant, quit, man, just answer one of Barry Trammell's questions. It's getting really old to see you just blow off Barry Trammell time after time. Look, Barry is going to poke the bear a little bit. It's what he does. He's a journalist. You're going to put up your airs. It's what you do. You're an athlete. You're trying to protect yourself. But the cool thing is, Russ, is you're a guy that people want to hear from. So every once in a while, if you could speak when Barry asks you a questions, it would help really all of us, fans, media, you, Barry. I don't see any reason why we all can't get along. Let's just all get along here. You know what? I'm going to let Russ speak. Here is Russ after the Milwaukee win.
3: Russ, yes,
2: it really seemed like you back guys... Up, back up, back up, back up. Back up. Uh, seemed like you guys really squared up on them and anything they got going towards the rim, they had to go through your chest. W- what did you think of the physicality and toughness you guys showed tonight down
4: the They did a good job. We defended. We we normally went the way.
2: Will you tell me about the timing between you and Terrence on those little flex cuts? seems like you, have that, you guys have that down really nicely.
1: Uh, read and react. First
4: of all, Jeremy had Giannis as his assignment primarily tonight. I mean, what did you think about the job he did on him individually? Uh, I thought he did a good job using his size and his length. What goes into the timing of, um, of coming on that double team? Uh, it seemed like y'all had that really timed out well with Giannis to disrupt him before he can get shot at himself. It wasn't a double team, just our defense.
1: What did you think of the dunk on um, Giannis with PG?
4: It was good. Big time, big time play, uh, especially during that time of the game. Paul's played well since he got here a year and a half, but seems like the last month or two he's played the best he's ever played here or in Indiana. Is, do you see an acceleration in his game? Next question.
2: I think Paul's uh, basically posting up at the three-point line. We see a lot of guys post up at the elbow, but for him to be able to rise up and basically to post up from a three, what does that say to you? It's
4: huge, man. Uh, he's been playing unbelievable, obviously, all year long and done a great job of...
1: Uh, being consistent on 99-out base and making big shot for us, you know, uh, like, like, like tonight. Anybody
0: else? Thank you, Russell. And there is Russell Westbrook. That wraps up today's Locked on Thunder. I am Eric G. We'll be back tomorrow to talk about the Thunder's win. Let's go ahead and say it now, win against the Orlando Magic. And if it's a loss, then we'll be back to talk about their loss. Either way, we'll speak with you tomorrow, and until tomorrow, be excellent to each other. May God bless you and your family, and of course, peace, love, and thunder up.
3: You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music.